I just forgot how computers work, yes. Did you I did. Did you try control alt delete? Um I don't think I even have that. Do you honestly. want me to to be um, How do I control I have command. This is a Macintosh computer. Let, let me let me become um your <laughs> IT support here. Okay. What's the issue you're having? You know, I can't even describe it to you. Okay, well, have you tried turning it off? Actually, yes. Did you did you turn it back on? I uh Yes, I did. Okay, well, we'll have to call someone to come look at your computer. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten that a lot, and I've gotten the... Have you unplugged it? Have, uh, not only have you turned it off, but have you unplugged the cord from the back? Because that has some sort of magic inside it. So, um, at, my, at my work, the way our computer system is set up, and this is a very convoluted way of doing it. Also. Is... Um, all of all, all of our computer systems are controlled by a server that is hidden somewhere in the wilds of Michigan. <laughs> we don't know where. No one knows where. Okay. It's it's purposefully kept secret. Really? Is that true? And from what I hear. I don't That's know. I haven't cool. really done research into it cuz I don't care that much. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine. <laughs> but what that means is I turn on my computer at my desk. Yeah. And then I log on to a separate uh, server that looks like uh, another desktop. Remote of a desktop? Is yeah. that what you're yeah. doing? Okay. So if I call IT, they say, Have you tried turning off your remote desktop? And I say, Yeah, I did that. And they go, Well, let's try it again. Okay. And so then we try it again. <laughs> Okay. Obviously, this does not fix the problem. <laughs> right. Because typically, the problem is the fact that we are working via a remote desktop. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, then they say, well, did you try turning off your thin client, the computer that we have at our desk? And oh. I say, yes, I did. And they go, well, uh, let's let's try that again. <laughs> of course they do. And so, we'll turn it off and turn it back on. And they'll go, hmm, well, that didn't work. Let's force restart it. And so then we turn it off a third time by pushing the power button <laughs> and holding it. Yes. And then turning it back on. Yes. Um, and, and then at that point, it still will most likely not work. Or the problem has fixed itself without them doing anything to it. <laughs> <laughs> And then we're done. <laughs> yeah. It seems that computers are like made happy by just going through the motion mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of doing that. Well, and then um, if it doesn't work, what they'll do is they'll put in, because I'm, I'm on the phone, they'll put in a ticket for someone to come up and look at my computer. Right. And right. he will walk in and go, uh, so did you try restarting the computer yet? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Welcome to Sushi Jackknife. Bonjour. Uh, you're going to have a lot of exciting talk about things like that, like uh, <laughs> Nathan's IT woes. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the sort of hard-hitting content that we're coming at you with, um, where in actuality we will uh, we'll be, I think we're going to get into some news tonight. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the stack of papers in front of me, and they seem to be calling calling towards me um if you've never listened before well you probably <laughs> you're probably still not listening you've probably realized your mistake and have backtracked mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. whatever else you were looking for in the itunes store i do wonder and i'd like i'd like to know if this has ever happened but i assume it probably has yeah anyone who's really interested in like japanese culture right um, <laughs> if they've stumbled onto the podcast and gone, I wonder what this is, huh? They haven't talked about sushi at all. 
Yeah, I've had the same thought of like maybe even reorganizing ourselves into a category. I'm sure there's a category for like Asian culture or mm-hmm. something like that, just to confuse the fuck out of people. If we do that, <laughs> if we do that, we have to um, at least pretend to be Asian culture right. for a second. Oh yeah, like just have a vocab word of the week. Oh yeah, koi. Yeah, a fish. <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> back to uh, so my issue with hot chocolate. Right. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, holy shit! Um, oh, I have to tell Nebraska Roy. Um, apparently, some past episode, I maybe even last week, I, I said, uh, um, if you tell me to say, if you tell us to say your name on the air, we'll say your name on the air. So, Roy Sermansky. There you go. I just yeah. I just had to check that off. Was that really right. worth it, Roy? <laughs> <laughs> Ask yourself. <laughs> I want you to look at at your life decisions. <laughs> um speaking of, this is the uh speaking of life decisions, I guess. Uh like your your and my life decision to spend our time doing nearly a hundred episodes of this show. Yeah. Yes, there are nearly a hundred episodes. Yes, the hundredth episode is looming. Um, yes, it's, much, it's looming. It's looming like uh, like a, a triangle person right behind you. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh, every time he does this to me, <laughs> it really like I really I really want to look. It, you, you're so it's looming. You're so good. Oh, <laughs> you're so good at this. You're so good at fucking with me. <laughs> It was your mistake for using You're the word so looming. You're so fucking with me. Stop fucking with me. Um. <laughs> I looked. If you had said it was on the horizon, I mean, I could have told you there were triangle people on, <laughs> on the, the horizon, horizon, but that's not going to get you to look anywhere. We're underground. Yeah. I can't see the horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, what the hell was I talking about, Nathan? Jesus. Oh, episode 100, much like episode 50, will be a live episode. Uh, recorded upstairs, which is a privilege for us. Mm-hmm. They don't often let us go upstairs. <laughs> Never, uh, really. And with an audience of sorts, it could be one person. Yeah. It could just be our wives. I may or may not be there. Uh, that would be a problem. If it <laughs> <laughs> be a very boring show without you. I, I mean, would it really be more boring? <laughs> 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 Am I really bringing that much to this? <laughs> you absolutely are. It's the magic between us. That's the show. That's why we we avoid classification. It's if, an interpersonal magic. And if you want to come to the show, yeah. Um, if you show up from a long distance away, we'll say your name on the air. Roy, we sure will. Yeah, you really want Roy to come, don't you? Um, I'm just wanting to see how far he'll go to get his name said on the air. And much like uh, much like the last live episode we did fifty episodes ago, wow, uh, we'll be doing some some interaction with the audience, some games. Yeah, there'll be some surprises, maybe a call in or two. I'm working on some things, working on a few little things. I don't like how high pitched you got there. I'm working on some things. Um, so <laughs> it just seems alarming. Yeah, is it looming when I go low though? working on some things that you don't go low enough for it to be looming i'm i'm working on some things hmm that's better right hmm. how's my triangle i don't <laughs> i don't think you you can have a menacing voice no yeah you're I right i think your voice is just in that sweet spot yeah. where there's no way like if you if you took a hostage there's no way you'd be able to call without one of those voice scramblers to sound menacing. Right, 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 yeah. yeah. You would, it would be a necessary tool, not to disguise your voice, <laughs> but just for people to take you seriously. Yeah, I think you're right about that. <laughs> uh, there'd be a little dialogue box that would say menacing, and it would have a fader, and I could just turn it all the way uh-huh, up. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Let's get to some news, shall we? Should we get to some news? We oh. didn't do any news last time. Is there anything going on in the world to not, talk about? Not anything. I just would like to know this uh, this basement. If a nuclear weapon yes, yes. were to hit us, uh-huh. would we be 
slightly safer. <laughs> slightly. Okay. Yeah, slightly. Okay. Um, I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't have any supplies down here. Mm-hmm. I may have told this story before, but when we were in college, we found, and Roy will remember this, we found this big canister of fallout food. Uh huh. It was in a big, like, aluminum canister. It probably weighed 50 pounds. Right. It was full. And we cracked it open. It was from the 50s. Yeah. We cracked it open, and it was these little hard candies inside. And they sort of it sort of looked like Lifesaver, the pineapple flavor, but they were, like, kind of square, more square and just hard and I was just picturing attractive. Um, when the nuclear holocaust happened. <laughs> right. Someone running to their... <laughs> their aluminum can right and going you know what time it is jolly ranchers <laughs> that's basically it yeah <laughs> and we tried them and they weren't terrible they really were what were they flavored like um in my mind i'm thinking pineapple but that's probably just because of the association i don't really remember did you feel like you had all of your day's nutrients yes okay i think they were called carbohydrate supplement which means sugar yeah <laughs> so, so they actually were they, just life they, they were just candy yeah <laughs> so i kind of wish i had that right now given our current circumstances mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh the people know what's happening i'm sure is there anything you want to say about it um yeah if you or any of your friends or family um know kim jong-un <laughs> If they could, if they could call him, yeah, just give him a little, a little ring a ding, <laughs> and say, "Hey, Kim, uh, you can just ignore him. Don't take him seriously. <laughs> you know who we're talking about. Just the guy, the the one with the hair. Yeah, just ignore him. <laughs> um, he, he's not." He's probably not gonna nuke you. Yeah. So just no. like don't don't nuke us. Right. Thank you. Yeah. As a precautionary measure, <laughs> like let's not. Um, well, and I'm gonna be pulling. I am pulling from diverse sources tonight. But, oh. But this first source is the Washington Post. Um, headline: God has given Trump authority to take out Kim Jong Un. Evangelical advisor says. So that's good. That's good. Can can. Ev- evangelical advisors um to every president at this point just shut up (laughs) (laughs) i wish i wish for a time they always think that like they're always saying god has preordained someone for something i I know it's the classic excuse man it's like it justifies whatever you needed to justify yeah so you can do what you want to do it's like when sarah palin was saying that uh (laughs) that God had chosen her and McCain to win the election. Well, what happens when <laughs> when that doesn't happen? happen. <laughs> Were you not talking to the right God? Is there no God? What happened? Did God forget? <laughs> Make a poor choice? Was he just was he just messing with you? Like he got he's got to get his jollies somehow. Somehow. You know? Yeah. He's... Let's mess with that yokel from Alaska. He's got all the time in the in the <laughs> In the multiverse. In, uh, in this case, this is Texas megachurch pastor Robert Je- Jeffries, J-E-F-F-R-E-S-S, Jeffress, one of President Trump's evangelical advisors who preached the morning of his inauguration, has released a statement saying that the president has the moral authority to take out North Korea, uh, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. So, there you go. Uh, he's citing Romans 13... I guess. Um, the biblical passage, Romans 13, that guy, yeah, gives the government authority to deal with evildoers, Jeffrey said. That gives the government the authority to do whatever, whether it's assassination, capital punishment, or evil punishment to quell the actions of evildoers, like Kim Jong-un. Man, that's some circular, if I've ever... <laughs> I'm I'm looking at Robert here yeah, Robert. on my phone. Yeah. And RJ. Just... Looking at him, I'm going to go ahead and bet that if God wanted to give the news of of some sort of preordination um, of a world leader to do something yeah, yeah. to anyone, yeah. it's not this guy. <laughs> he looks very mild-mattered. This guy, 
like the news he would be getting is like, yeah, you're gonna have a bowl of soup that's a little bit too hot. <laughs> so watch out for that. You're gonna want more Z's in your alphabet soup, but they won't be there. Um, oh, this is interesting. Um, uh, he said that many pacifist Christians uh, will cite Romans 12, which says, "Do not repay evil for evil." Mm-hmm. But Jeffrey says that passage is referring to Christians, not the government. Clearly. Clearly. So wait. God told Trump he can do whatever he wants. Through this guy. Through this guy. Uh And this guy says no one can say anything because Trump isn't a Christian. (laughs) Is that... No, that's not not it. The Uh, government's not Christianity. Well, do not repay evil for evil. He says that passage is referring to Christians, not the... Yeah, I guess that is what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, that Christians should not do that. But the government, ah, whatevs. So... In his mind, uh-huh. yes. God went, hey. <laughs> right, right. I know that I told my followers not to repay evil with evil. <laughs> Is there someone around who has, I don't know, loose morals that right. we could... <laughs> right, right, right. That I could just give this power, like just let him take over. Because I really don't like this Kim Jong-un fellow, but I'm not going to do anything That's it. about it. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I'm vengeful. Just not that vengeful, you know. Hmm. I got to read you this quote, too. This is, uh, this is something. Some Christian, this is Jeffries again. Uh, <clears throat> it's, well, he is no stranger to controversy. He has said in the past that former President Barack Obama paved the way for the Antichrist... Oh, man. And drew wide attention for calling Mormonism a cult during the 2012 Republican primaries. Jeffries knows his comments on North Korea could be considered controversial, even among fellow evangelicals. He says, some Christians, perhaps younger Christians, have to think this through. It's antithetical to some of the mushy rhetoric you hear. Mushy, excuse me, mushy rhetoric you hear from some circles today. Frankly, it's because they are not well taught in the scriptures. Okay, so this guy thinks that Obama somehow is pa- has paved the way for the Antichrist, which is obviously Donald Trump. So, <laughs> I guess he's right on that one, right? Yeah. Particularly if this whole thing results in nuclear holocaust. Maybe he's an accidental prophet. I don't <laughs> Maybe know. he is. Uh, I'm I'm on his uh, Twitter page here. Jeffries? Yeah. He he has 37,000 followers, of well, course. That's that's fun. That's fun. Um I don't think if you are a a good pastor, yeah, half of your timeline should be made up of sermon notes and things, yeah, while the other half is made up of retweeted Fox and Friends clips. Oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Uh, one last little factoid here: in July, his church choir and orchestra performed a song called. <clears throat> Make America Great Again at the John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts, where Trump was in attendance. So this guy is blowing my boy real hard. He he loves seeing his own name. Oof. He has he has retweeted the Washington Post. Oh. Um, the article we just referenced, maybe? Probably. <laughs> um, he's retweeted Fox and Friends, Fox Business, basically oh anything that mentioned his name. That is how he got in league with Trump. They both share a love for hearing people say their name. <laughs> there you go. Speaking of Fox, I did what I said I would do from a few episodes ago. You read Fox News? I read Fox News. How long did you make it? I think I read like three things. Oh, man. I can't believe you made it through three things. <laughs> but the- I just skim the headlines and go, I can't yeah. I can't click on uh, any of these. I watched three videos, which is strange. It's the strange thing about the video. I thought they were articles. Mm-hmm. They were not. They have a lot of videos. Lots of MSNBC videos. does, too. Do they? In- MSNBC upsets me because I'm like, I want to read this this article. No. It's a video. It, there's no words to read here. Right. right. And then I couldn't watch it again. Like, it would just play. It was annoying. Anyway, back to IT problems. Um, I typed up a little document here. 
what I learned from Fox News. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> in quotations, real stories in jest. <clears throat> Number one, new immigration policies are really super awesome in Miami-Dade County. Okay, they've had an uptick in the arrest of illegal immigrants. Uh, and they're saying, oh, well, okay, so my notes are a little, this, it's scrambled by brain. Oh, I also learned from that video that Rahm Emanuel, uh, who I believe is now the mayor in Chicago, he was in the Obama administration. Yes, he is. Um, is suing the federal government about ICE. So that, I like that. Um, and also I learned that saying something is, quote, nonpartisan is a big deal to conservatives when it's actually incredibly partisan. (laughs) So this, they would constantly say nonpartisan, nonpartisan, nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. When actually, like, it's super partisan. Yeah, it's so. Um, over over today's family reunion. Yeah, it's the first time in my life I have ever had access to Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, all in a row. Wow! In, in the hotel room. Oh, in the hotel room. Okay. Yeah. So I took advantage of it. And what I learned here <laughs> is on Fox News, they're going to be, quote, bipartisan by finding the dumbest uh, Democrat they can possibly find. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, then on MSNBC, they may not even bring in a Republican. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And then CNN. <clears throat> They want to be bipartisan so bad that they will have a panel of 5 million people, 250,000 of which, (laughs) uh, no, 2,500,000, there we go, of which will have been in the Trump campaign. Right. (laughs) Somehow. Yeah. And then the others are all very upset liberal activists. (laughs) So they they represent Mm -hmm. both sides, but the extremes of both sides. And then they will have Don Lemon in the middle (laughs) just going, well, guys, hey, oh, I don't know. (laughs) He just makes noises at them. And eggs them on, right? And that's that's their entire primetime programming. So the end result there is there's no no voice of moderation in, in cable news. The closest to a voice of moderation mm-hmm. is when you watch something like like Jake Tapper on CNN yes. or Chuck Todd uh-huh. on MSNBC, yeah. where they will sit there and go, well. <laughs> wait a second to whoever their guest is on either side okay doesn't matter yeah they're laying it out hey wait a second thing two that i learned from fox news Mm -hmm. this is a good one the extreme news media or in are quote trying to tear down trump according to stephen miller Miller, I learned, is a, quote, rising star of the Trump administration. This is on Tucker Carlson. I thought you were going to say ventriloquist dummy come to life. (laughs) Miller is sensitive to, quote, cosmopolitan bias from reporters who ask difficult questions. Only people from Great Britain and Australia speak English. Did you see this little video? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, Something. he, He basically chastised this guy. For trying to ask him a question. Well, what what happened was Jim Acosta, <laughs> Jim Acosta from yeah, CNN, from CNN, asked him a, a rather pointed, clarifying question. Yes, yes. Um, and what happened was a heated argument, which then completely devolved because Jim Acosta made a sarcastic comment. <laughs> About, oh, so you're only going to be letting people in from Great Britain and Australia? (laughs) Clearly a sarcastic comment. And Stephen Miller either doesn't recognize sarcasm or... (laughs) Let's go with that. I don't think he recognizes sarcasm. Or just wanted to... You know, he took the opportunity. Be that guy. Yeah, he took the opportunity to jump all over uh, Jim Acosta. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> let's oh, see. only people from <laughs> from Great Britain, Australia, know how to speak <laughs> English. Jim, <laughs> <laughs> here's what else I learned. Um, 
<laughs> I learned that Stephen Miller, I guess I hadn't got a good look at him. I learned that Stephen Miller looks like he could win a Vladimir Putin lookalike contest. He has a he Russian kind of vibe, does. doesn't he? He's like not as like, you know, um I don't want to, you know, suck Vladimir Putin's dick here, but he's not as like built as as Vlad. Um and uh but he's got kind of a thing going on in the face that looks a lot looks Putin-esque. He, he also uh from time to time has like a weird Polly Shore vibe going. <laughs> Wait, do you think he is Polly Shore? That's what happened to Polly Shore. Yeah, he just became Stephen Miller and got very angry. <laughs> or this is a long game. This is like an Andy <laughs> Kaufman esque kind of like you know uh, what would you performance art sort of thing. Yeah, I there's no picture I ever see of Stephen Miller <laughs> where I go that looks like a guy that should be trusted. Right. I mean, look at that, that guy, guy right there. That guy. He's like a skinnier, less healthy, like, whelp version of <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Um, oh, 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 Trump is apparently the leader of a populist movement, Nathan. Did you know this? An economic nationalist conservative movement. Wow. Economic conservative nationalism. Mm-hmm. Nationalism. I don't uh, see any, any issue with that. No, no, no. And he's the leader of it, and it's, quote, swept the entire world. Not just not just the United States, but the entire, entire world. Um, By the way, real quick, if you Google Stephen Miller right now, the top three stories on the Google yeah. are the headlines. <clears throat> Trump is the most gifted politician That's, of our time, that, says Stephen Miller. That was on my list, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, then it's a, a tweet of I'm assuming the Fox News article you read, yeah. he retweeted it. Ugh. And then, watch, Stephen Miller stuns by claiming President Trump is the best orator to hold that <laughs> office <laughs> in generations. <laughs> that is outlandish. Outlandish. And it's coded, too, because every fucking body knows that Obama was a... F- Even if you disagree with the guy completely on everything... He's a, and I don't, he was a fantastic public speaker. He Mm -hmm. is a fantastic public speaker. I mean, I would say, I mean, people always say Lincoln was great, but he's dead, so we don't really know. Right. I think we don't really have a, do we have a recording? I don't remember if there's a recording of Lincoln speaking. I don't believe we do. Yeah. So, there's just descriptions of what people said he spoke like, right? Yeah. But Obama is, like, easily up there with the top of all the presidents in terms of speaking. So, I feel like that is a pointed comment directed right back at Obama, you know, saying that, like, hey, that black guy doesn't count. You know what I mean? Don't you, don't you, I don't know. This let, is... let me uh, read you just a bit of what the greatest orator <laughs> of our generation please said do, please today yeah. um, while, whilst speaking. <laughs> Kim Jong-un has said things are that are horrific, and with me, he's not getting away with it. He got away with it for a long time. Between him and his family, he's not getting away with it. This is a whole new ballgame. He's not going to be saying those things, and he's certainly not going to be doing those things. I read about we're in Guam by August 15th. Let's see what he does with Guam. He does something in Guam. It will be an event the likes of which nobody's seen before. What will happen in North Korea? That's the greatest orator. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's... He, the man doesn't complete sentences. It, That's not great oration. <laughs> it's, it's like, especially the last sentence. He went, he does something in Guam. It will be an event the likes of which nobody has seen before. And then he went, oh no, I forgot to say what event would be that. <laughs> and he just tags... Uh, what will happen in North Korea at the end of it? As if that's a proper sentence that people <laughs> It sounds like a question. Mm-hmm. Is there a question mark at the end of that? Mm-mm. What will happen in North Korea? I don't know. I don't know. That's the truth, by the way. <laughs> no, no. The truth is we know. We know. I mean, we're not going to. We're not like those previous administrations. <laughs> you know, the previous administration. We're not, we're not them. We're not like. It's a whole new ball game. <laughs> um. Stephen Miller also said something about Trump getting in good with the African-American population. 
which I, we should probably fact check. I'm not sure if that's true or not. But he, what he said about it was interesting. He said it was, quote, visually good. Because we don't actually care. We just want to seem like, you know what I mean? We're getting uh, the black vote. It's, it's, it's visually good. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> so here's a little of, uh, of them fighting. I'm not sure where we are in this. Ah, here we go. This is it. In, 19, in the 1990s, when it was half a million a year, was it violating or not violating the Statue of Liberty this, Law of the Land? This is Jim Acosta. Okay. Right. No, tell me what nope, years, there's Stephen Miller. That's Stephen Miller. Years, okay. Tell me what years meet, tell me what years meet Jim Acosta's definition of the Statue of Liberty, home, law of the land. So you're saying uh, a million a year. Is the Statue of Liberty number nine hundred thousand violates it? Eight hundred thousand violates it? You, you're sort of bringing a press one for English philosophy here to Jim. immigration, and that's never for been Jim. What the United States has been about, Steve? That, I mean, you're, but your you're also your, your statement's also shockingly ahistorical in another respect too, which is if you look at the history of immigration, it's actually ebbed and flowed. We've had periods of very large waves, followed by periods of less immigration and more immigration, and during the we've had a period of immigration right now. The yeah, it wants to build a wall. Actually, you want to it's actually, bring about a sweeping. Change to Surely, Jim, you don't actually think that a wall affects green card policy. You couldn't possibly huh. believe that, do you? Actually, the notion that you actually think immigration is at a historic wall, the foreign-born population in the United States today, Jim, Jim, talking about how border crossings. Do you really? I want to be serious, Jim. Do you really at CNN not know the difference between green card policy and still with CNN? I mean, you really don't know that. They just continue to abuse them. Right before the Cuban Missile Crisis, and obtained a green card. Yes, people who immigrated to this country eventually. People who immigrated to this country through not through Ellis Island. Jim, as a factual, this guy's a bully, man. A, as a, a factual question, as opposed to all other kinds of questions. Later on in life. So, but, but this, yeah. whole, this whole notion of, well, they could learn, you know, they have to learn English before they get to the United States. Are we just going to bring in people from Great Britain and Australia? Here we go. Jim, as, actually, I have to honestly say, I am shocked at your statement that you think that only people from Great Britain and Australia would know English. It's actually... Okay. That it's, is- <laughs> it's clearly a sarcastic, snarky comment because Jim Acosta was a little pissed off. Yeah. A little bit. Because dude's been yelling at him. Yeah. Jim. 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 So there's that. Um, also, conservatives... Oh, well, I just wanted to finish up here on this Tucker Carlson show. Boy, they were coming about this exchange um is t- who is tucker carlson is that a man or a woman uh that is a a man he okay. used to be um the the douchebag on fox that wore a bow tie all the time <laughs> oh yeah that guy yeah now he just wears regular ties oh yeah, yeah but yeah, the yeah, same yeah. douchebag okay attitude. well it wasn't him it was a lady there okay and she was like so she just kept saying how much her and her colleagues enjoyed watching this exchange with Stephen Miller. She's like, we just had so much fun with it. Are you going to be at more press briefings? We were having so much fun. I'm like, what the fuck reality are we living in? There is nothing news about this. They're just manipulating. Like, and he's, he's constantly, Stephen Miller, is constantly this whole cosmopolitan bias thing. Mm-hmm. He's constantly speaking to the people who who i assume voted for trump who are by and large not cosmopolitan people and think the people that live in cities have something against them yeah you know what i mean so they they are masterful at this level of manipulation and that's the thing i keep coming back to that's uh, that's a little concerning because i don't feel like on the left you have the same kind of malicious like goal-oriented strategy going on you know no. what I mean? like do anything to get what you want like well like you definitely don't do. because as you see right now there's no no leadership <laughs> right yes exactly exactly you, on the on the republican side you've got um lunatics in charge right trying to you know brainwash people yes and on the left yes. side you've got what probably 50 different people going, I'm the face of the Democrat Party. That is is the current problem we face. Yes, it is. It is. It is. Um, The other thing that conservatives really seem concerned about from watching a little bit of Fox News is uh, Mark Zuckerberg getting political. 
that's a that's apparently a big deal even though he's like two years too young to run for anything yeah i mean i have an issue with it too but that's mostly just because we've seen what happens when people who have no business being in politics Uh get into politics politics. (laughs) um this is a case study (laughs) currently yes the results aren't fully in, admittedly. Uh, right. <laughs> However, I'm worried that by the end of the case study, there will be no place for the results to go to Correct. left. Correct. <laughs> that, I think, is is almost the strategy. <laughs> That's about what we're dealing with here. I mean, wow. In other news, the FBI conducted a pre-dawn raid of uh, Paul Manafort's house. Mm-hmm. If you don't remember, he was a former Trump campaign chairman. And they found a bunch of foot fetish porn. Is that true? No. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's not true. Again, back to my theory with Kellyanne Conway's feet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, FBI agents raided the home in Alexandria, Virginia, uh, arriving in the pre-dawn hours late last month. We're just finding out about it now. Um, and seizing documents and other materials related to the special counsel investigation of Russian meddling in the 2016 election. Paul Manafort, if you don't recall, he's got a lot of ties to Russia. A lot. Um, at, in case you were curious how Donald Trump felt about this. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump spoke about this today. He said, and I quote, <laughs> I thought it was a very, very strong signal or whatever. I know Mr. Manafort, haven't spoken to him for a long time, but I know him. I thought it was a very, you know, they do that very seldom, so I was surprised to see it. I was very, very surprised to see it. Oh, my God. This is our great orator. Mm -hmm. Again, um, he seems like he's trying to distance himself a little bit. Oh, he does this every single time something. Whoa! Uh, I... I like talk to him one time, maybe. Right. right. He managed your campaign, mm-hmm. fuckface. Um, the raid, which occurred without warning on July 26, signaled an aggressive new approach by special counsel Robert Mueller and his team in dealing with a key figure in the Russian inquiry. Manafort has been under increasing pressure as the Mueller team looked into his personal finances and professional career as a highly paid foreign political consultant. That's back to the WAPO, if you can't tell. Because it's, like, written well and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd like to... Hold on, real quick. Yeah, just yeah. as an experiment. Yeah. Let's do it. Same thing on another... Let's see what Fox News okay. says. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you know, but what I just read, if you're sensing it out there, but what I just read was a presentation of facts. All right. Um, Let's see here. There, There's several stories that have popped up. Um. Let's go with this first one, the most popular, I'm assuming. It's the top story listed mm, here. Yes. After the way, the story you read, what's the headline on that one? FBI conducted pre-dawn raid of former cool, Trump. Cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Uh, the Fox News headline is, <clears throat> Trump lawyer slams special counsel for gross abuse in Manafort raid, challenges warrant. Yeah. So their angle is, hey, Trump's lawyer says that's not cool. Yeah. So right. rather than reporting the main thing that happened, they're saying they're reporting the reaction of Trump's lawyer to the thing that happened. That's the real news. That's the real news. Uh, Trump's lawyer said these methods are normally found and employed in Russia, not America. <laughs> and I'm assuming when he said that, Trump heard it and went, No, don't say it out loud. <laughs> He'll hear you. <laughs> Um, also this week uh, interestingly uh, Russian surveillance planes soared over the Pentagon the Capitol and other Washington sites Um, this was on Wednesday today is uh, Thursday the 10th Mm -hmm. presumably collecting intelligence as it traveled near those sites Uh, the the, the Russian Air Force Tupolev Tu-154 aircraft made the flight through the Treaty of Open Skies which Russia, the U.S., and 13 other nations have signed. The treaty Mm -hmm. established criteria under which countries can make unarmed observation flights over the soil of other treaty members in an effort to promote transparency and international arms control efforts. Or if they just want to, like, check out the Washington Monument. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's Mm -hmm. fun. It's like a 
real big pointy penis. It is. Um, it's neat. It is. You it's know, neat. it has a it has a base. I always thought that it was like from the bottom. It was this like yeah, but it has almost like a maybe I'm misremembering. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. Okay, because. I was thinking it had a bottom on it like a lighthouse does, mm-hmm. but then I realized that could be like a flight of fancy kind of thing I'm having right now. And then I had a mental image of like a light coming out of the Washington Monument yeah, and that's it's not, spinning. That's not a thing. No, You're actually happens. thinking of yeah. an actual lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> I know what happened. What happened? You were driving to Washington, D.C., Yes. and you just missed your turn and drove about 300 miles off thought you were seeing the washington monument it turned out it was just a lighthouse i did miss <laughs> i did drive about 300 miles out of my way back in october yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah until yeah. i saw signs for lighthouses and i was like that's not right <laughs> and you went washington monument <laughs> philadelphia is not on the coast um in my favorite piece of news this week nathan my favorite piece of news someone placed a huge trump chicken near white house and it's glorious <laughs> A Trump chicken? You didn't hear about this? Come again? Trump chicken. This is from, uh, this is not the WAPO, if you can't tell. This is from, (laughs) I don't know what this source is. This is the first thing that popped up. Carbonated.tv. Oh, sounds legit. Yeah, right. Um, uh, An enormous inflatable chicken bearing an uncanny resemblance to President Trump seems to have joined the protest outside the White House. There is. I just pulled up a picture of it. <laughs> Trump chicken, quote unquote, which became an unexpected mascot of the tax march back in April, reappeared on social media news feeds after cameras caught it staring down the White House from the Eclipse Park. <laughs> Sporting the president's signature puffy in the front and matted on the sides hairstyle. Although the commander-in-chief is still on his seven-day vacation in New Jersey, the giant bird still drew significant attention from both Trump supporters and protesters. The 30-foot-tall inflatable fowl, (laughs) which is sometimes referred to as Chicken Don. Yeah, it's got golden hair, too. (laughs) It looks like a Colonel Sanders that, like, got puffed out real big. It's... I'm, I'm going to bet that if Trump weren't on vacation... He would actually like it. I think so. The be. gold is right up his alley. It matches his curtains in the mm-hmm. uh, Oval Office. It's the best chicken. <laughs> I have the best chicken. Of all the inflatable chickens. I have the best inflatable chickens <laughs> made in my image. <clears throat> it is the brainchild of documentary filmmaker Taran Taran Singebarar, who spent five months trying to acquire a permit and permission to stage the protest. He did a GoFundMe page earlier this year. Uh, we uh, fifteen hundred bucks. Uh, he raised fifteen hundred bucks once he acquired the chicken. It's <laughs> a funny sentence to me. He said he communicated with the Secret Service and kept pestering the U.S. National Park Services for a permit until they finally granted him one this week. We are out here to criticize our president for being weak and ineffective as a leader and being too afraid to release his tax returns, too afraid to stand up to Vladimir Putin, and now engage in an enormous game of chicken with Kim Jong Un. Yet he wants a military parade in D.C. It's all incongruous, and we are here to make fun of him for that. So there you go. He, um, Trump chicken. His next, his next plan is a mock military parade with dozens of chicken dons. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is from the New York Times right here. How do we get to be in that? <laughs> uh, chicken dons dressed in Russian ornaments. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I love it. I love it so much. I love it so much. Um, you know, I got other stuff here, but it's a little old. Um, it's pro- everything we just said is probably is out of date. It's too old, yeah. Um, uh, like a week ago, I read this article about uh, some senators being caught on hot mic saying that Trump is crazy and that they were worried. Wait, what party were they? Uh, this is uh, Susan Collins, okay, Republican from Maine. Well, we know how she feels. We know how she feels. She's, I've, I'm into her. Um, and uh, Senator Jack Reed, the ranking Democrat on transportation, and we know and how development, how he feels too. Yeah. So, so there you go. But uh, it would have yeah. been a lot more interesting if it was like Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio, <laughs> right. just like, hanging out, going, "Hey, so like he is like legit crazy, right? Right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Cool. Mitch McConnell being like, fucking, <laughs> God damn it." <laughs> I so I've never heard Mitch McConnell speak, um, 
but just looking at him, uh-huh. I assume that every sentence he says takes the space of like 10 sentences a normal yeah. human would say. Right, right. Like it just drags got- every word <laughs> just keeps going. Like if he were to filibuster something, he could read a paragraph right <laughs> and it just knocks out two hours <laughs> right, right yeah no he has kind of like a an old southern guy kind mm-hmm. of voice yeah and so it drags his cheeks are real floppy so he's got some yeah. of that happening uh, in there too I'm, uh... <laughs> he just chops you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing um i don't know if you heard uh in trump's whole <laughs> speaking with reporter fiasco today he spoke with reporters which doesn't happen right right uh he also uh talked about poor mitch um saying he was disappointed in him Uh. now here's my question for you if trump says he's disappointed in you and you're mitch mcconnell yeah are you worried about your reelection chances there, or are you going? Eh, that may play into my favor. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're Mitch McConnell, you're so highly strategic in everything yeah. you do that, yeah, he he's like, yeah, yeah, either way, yeah, I can use this, yeah, I can, it doesn't matter what he says, I can use it. When Guam is wiped oh, off of the God. planet, oh God, Guam, I know he he can then run saying, hey. You remember that guy <laughs> yeah. that was in charge? Right. Doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't like me because I couldn't ram through the things he wanted me to do. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, it doesn't matter. He doesn't like me. So yeah. there you go. Um, <clears throat> you want to quick hit me? Oh, we can do that. You want to quick hit me? You haven't quick hit me in a while. I haven't. I didn't have them uh, pulled up and ready. So well, you'll have to bear with me for one second. So slow, slow hit me. Well, no, I mean, it's still going to be a quick hit. Just like all the others. I don't, know. I don't understand what that means. Well, that sounds like um, an 80s like love pop love song. Yes. Slow hit me. Just like all, in quotations, just like all. Yeah. yeah. Um, that would be full of innuendo, but like yeah. you don't realize it unless I, you're really paying attention. I think we can kind of demo that right now, actually. I don't. While you're while you're doing what you're doing, what was that? What am I doing? You're pulling that up. Right? Well, I have it up. Oh, it's up. Oh. It's up. Well, now I'm invested. So. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know what? Slow hit me one more time. I don't know. This, this didn't go well. <laughs> That is the music that would be associated with right? it. Right? I mean, I got that part. It's just, you know, coming up with a melody on the fly. Mm-hmm. It's, a little, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not easy. That's why people, you don't see a lot of improv musicians. No. Well, yeah. Are you going to turn on the quick hit music? Yeah, I already, I marked it. It's on right now? It's, it's happening, yeah. Currently behind Why me. Why do you always... Well, because I, I don't get to hear it. Well, I know that. So I don't... I, You're just trusting I'm, that I'm going to do it. I, and I don't know how much I can trust you. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, this is a CNN heavy quick hits today. <clears throat> All right. Uh, because I feel like they get yelled at too much. Um, so I'm, I'm treating them nicely here okay. by focusing on them. <clears throat> I'm into it. A poll today on CNN revealed that 7 out of 10 people view Congress as a failure. That's a 30% approval rating. (laughs) Uh, That is a lower approval rating than Donald Trump. Wow. Now, obviously that's not ideal. (laughs) What could Congress do to win over people? I have an answer. Okay. But I'd like to hear you throw some ideas out real quick. Midnight raids uh, in chicken masks. Okay. On okay. all the Trump children. <laughs> Actually, that, that could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the correct answer here yeah. 
is National Pizza Party. Woo! That's kind of what I suggested. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just saying if a congressman gives me a pizza, I'm probably going to want to vote for him. Free Google clusters for no. everyone. No. Overrated. Well, that's a local thing. It's on my mind. Um, <laughs> overrated. The, uh, so this this was also on CNN today. All right. Um, whenever Trump has a rally or a press conference, any event, yes, the <laughs> the staff in the White House will bring him a packet huh? of screenshots huh? from all the networks, huh? showing how they presented whatever he was doing. Okay, because he likes to see what the bottom third Chiron <laughs> says on every network. What? Okay, I'm following you. You, you got what I'm saying? A packet here? of okay, so so they they walk in, yeah, with an envelope. Yeah, he opens up the envelope. I'm assuming it's an envelope. Could be a folder. We don't know. Inside are a series of pictures, like. This is you on Fox News while you were at that press conference. Okay. Well, this is you on CNN while you were at that press conference. Here's you on MSNBC while you were at that press conference. Here's you on C-SPAN. I don't know. C-SPAN, it probably just says Donald Trump president. (laughs) I don't... (laughs) Right. Nothing really exciting there. Right, right, right. But he, he just... He doesn't even care how they report it. He just wants to read the headline... And the little byline underneath underneath it. his name, yeah. like oh wow, yeah, okay. Um, so, the question for you: Seeing that this is the only place he gets his news, yes, God, is what is a TV Chiron that we could use <laughs> to make Trump act like a normal, well-adjusted human being? Hmm. We should just put in like little things, little suggestions, you know, like straighten your tie. Okay. Or, uh, you know, like uh, straighten your tie. Eat an orange today. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) maybe that's it. Maybe he hasn't been having enough fruits. I think that's part of it, you know. Um, Another one I would suggest would be hey, Put down the Mickey D's and have a glass of water. <laughs> so, so your Chiron would say, Trump discusses North Korea, comma, needs a glass of water. Right. And he'd be like, hey, <laughs> you. that's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. When can I get more glasses of mm-hmm. water? Yeah. That's all I do now. I just drink water all the time. <laughs> I'm so hydrated. I'm the most hydrated Don't let the person. fake news media tell you I don't drink water. All I do is drink water. I have a water guy. He brings me the best water. And it's so good. It's so wet. I like to think that he, everywhere he goes, because he's so businessy, he has one of those office, uh, you know, tank things of water water cooler <laughs> they Every, wheel it they around wheel on, a, on a pair of hand trucks <laughs> i drink water but i can only do it out of those paper cones <laughs> they're also great for snow cones um obnoxious cnn personality <laughs> That's or a good former camera. cnn personality mm. jeffrey lord was let go today after tweeting sig heil at a liberal activist. <laughs> okay. This should catch <laughs> no one off guard. Um, seeing, <laughs> seeing that Jeffrey Lord's only skills in life are saying positive things about Donald Trump mm-hmm. and worshiping Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. What can he do as a job? Now that he's been let go by CNN, he can work at the Ronald Reagan Museum of Wax. Just, just like maintaining, bowing before it. Well, yeah. Well, you know, (laughs) they're all candles. Actually, Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. the all the wax sculptures of Ronald Reagan. So every once in a while, you do have to light them, and they melt down, and then you remake them. So his job is going to be to make wax sculptures. Jeffrey Lord loves Ronald Reagan so much. That if you met Jeffrey Lord and said, you know what? 
Jelly Bellies are a little overrated. He would haul off and punch you in the throat for insulting Reagan's favorite candy. Oh, that was Reagan's favorite candy? Oh, I love Jelly Bellies. Oh, I like Jelly Bellies too, Ron. You Well, he's dead. Well, I know, but, you and, know. And I don't. I don't know that they get to download podcasts in hell. (laughs) (laughs) That's how Reagan talked to me. (laughs) Mr. Gorbachev. That's about right. Tear down. And while you're at it, take music out of schools and create hip hop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And finally, last quick hit. My favorite quick hit. Okay. And I will be... um, eagerly looking forward to this okay monday night yeah this coming monday yes i don't know when this podcast will come out so maybe tomorrow whenever it comes out <laughs> okay two <laughs> days from now oh my head hurts we're in the future uh stephen colbert yes will be interviewing the one the only the mooch no the shit, mooch the is mooch. gonna be on colbert's show no way uh my question to you <laughs> is having seen stephen colbert's show yes obviously not pro trump <laughs> definitely not um why in the name of all that is good and holy <laughs> would the mooch choose to have his first late night interview <laughs> on Colbert's show. I like that guy. He makes me laugh. I the mooch The mooch enjoys the Colbert. Here we are. I I uh was reading the article about this and Colbert announced it on Twitter by saying uh, Scaramucci will be on the show on Monday. Just a little heads up for the CBS censors. Because <laughs> who knows what he's going to say. The, the mooch, Stephen, I brought you a bouquet. It's made of cocaine and whores. <laughs> I, I guarantee you they're going to talk about Steve Bannon and his favorite pastime. <laughs> the best thing ever. If he gets on that talk show and oh. Colbert does not bring up Steve Bannon's hobbies. Oh, I know. You're going to be very disappointed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I just want to find out that it wasn't it wasn't him saying like he metaphorically does like <laughs> this is dick. a literal yeah. Yeah. sucking. I caught him. <laughs> One time, Stephen, I caught him. <laughs> so there we go. There was no one else around. The lights was out. He was wearing all black. <laughs> Oh, the mooch. And I heard this horrible sound. There was a triangle painted on the wall. I'm just saying, they let him go too soon. Because during this whole North Korea thing, the one one comforting voice that I want to hear... (laughs) (laughs) Because you know it so well. Yeah, is just the mooch talking about... hey. We're not going to let North Korea just mess with us. They're jerking us around over there. The mooch is here, okay? Kim Jong-un, you got a tiny dick. A tiny dick. I, it would just... Everyone would hear him and go, I know. I'm not worried anymore. No, it's fine. We're going to be fine. He has even, such confidence. Even Kim Jong-un would be listening to that going, I don't know that I should mess with them. They seem unhinged. They've got that guy. (laughs) And that's me saying this. They seem unhinged. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Yeah. We have to watch that. Oh, I'm watching that for sure. We absolutely have to watch that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Holy smokes, man. (coughs) Holy, holy smokes. That's it. You've been quick hit. Boom! Ah! Boom! Ah! Play some more of that synthesizer. Let's see if we can work this out. Oh, that's good. I like that. Oh, yes. I'm just going to hold it. Do like a do like a rhythm, not like a non-rhythm like you're doing right now. That's good. Hit me slowly. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh. Key change, I like it. Ooh, getting somewhere. 
Ah, that's soothing. Sushi jackknife. That's so... It's so high. It's so high. There we go. Ooh. This isn't like a horror movie soundtrack at all. There are triangle people behind you. <laughs> Sushi Jack Knight! <laughs> <laughs>